Welcome to One Man's Opinion, brought to you by the Elite Fantasy, Fantasy Guru, and EliteSportsBetting.com. And now, here's your host, Jeff Manns. Oh, yeah. Welcome in, everybody. Another episode of the podcast, Sweeping the Nation. That's right. Sweeping the Nation, right? It's One Man's Opinion here, episode 55. I am your host, Jeff Manns. You can find me over at fantasyguru.com. The 2021 Fantasy Baseball Draft Guide has dropped. It is there. Everything you need. Uh, even how to's, how to play daily fantasy, how to play or how to bet, prop bets, straight up bets, total bets uh, on Major League Baseball, all part of the 2021 Fantasy Baseball Draft Guide over there at fantasyguru.com. Offseason fantasy football, NFL free agent rankings, uh, coaching assignments, the uh, 2021 fantasy football rankings, everything you need over there, NFL player uh, the draft scouting profiles also available over there. If you need daily fantasy sports, our NBA and, and, and NHL teams, they're killing it. EliteFantasy.com. All things legalized sports betting, EliteSportsBetting.com. Follow me on Twitter, at Jeff underscore Mans. Everywhere else on social media, the Jeff Mans, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. Uh, a lot going on on the show today i am solo no guest on the program today why because this is the exact day i'm recording this show this episode on march 3rd 2021 what is the significance of that huh well if you download the show you probably can guess it's exactly one year to the date that i started this podcast march 3rd 2020 and my god what a different time it it is life has changed so dramatically. So yeah, I'm going to do an anniversary episode right here. I'm going to start out with the way uh, I'm going to start this year, second year, number two, season two, if you will, same way that we started last one. Although um, and my first episode ever, I basically said, get to know me. And I went through how I feel about everything, all the controversial topics right at you. So you know where I'm coming from. I hope I trust that I, and based on your support, your downloads and your listens, you guys have been very, very great to me and great to the show. It's not, I shouldn't even say great to me. It's, it's your show. It's our show. It's all of us, right? And you guys can direct it the way you feel. Tell me what content you like. Tell me what you want me to talk about. I could be that mouthpiece for you. And in episode one, in case you joined us late, or maybe you picked up during the football season, um, I, I said, get to know me, and I talked religion, politics, and boy, what a fucking travesty that turned into, huh? Um, boy, I had no idea that was going to, 2020 was going to go down the road that it did. When I recorded this podcast, the first episode, I mentioned the coronavirus at that point, and I talked about, I didn't believe in the coronavirus. I'm like, this ain't shit. This is not the coronavirus. Oh, I said, I'm not going to be scared of this. I'm not scared of the bird flu or I'm not scared of you know, any of the other illnesses and ailments that have been around for the last 20 years. Always West Nile and this and that. Eh, not worried about it. Well, that changed pretty dramatically. It took just a couple of weeks for me to realize the impact of that. So I'll talk about that and what has changed, what the pandemic has been like for me personally, what I've noticed out there. I really do invite you guys in the conversations. We don't take phone callers on the show, but if you want to tweet me at Jeff underscore Mans or on Facebook, the Jeff Mans or TikTok, the Jeff Mans, anywhere else, that is where I'm at. Well, let's have a conversation. I would love to know how, how has the pandemic impacted you? Like, do you like your job or did you lose your job? Did, you know, I, I mean, if you don't mind sharing personal details, you know, somebody you know gets sick or God forbid pass away. Um, I'm going to talk about my life experiences with coronavirus or COVID-19. I'll talk about the company a little bit more. You guys seem to like that elite sports. I'll talk about what, uh, you know, where I am mentally, emotionally. I've talked about my health in the past. I've talked about my it, it bouts with depression in the past. So I'll talk about all that on today's show so we'll uh and then look ahead to what we got coming on down the pike as well so a lot to get to today appreciate you guys and all your support over last year that that's the most important takeaway for me is that 
I would have stopped doing this shit. I almost stopped doing this podcast, you know, three, four episodes in. Uh, can't remember which one the Tommy G episode was in, but soon after that, uh, the, the world went crazy and, you know, Tommy G went crazy and then the whole world went crazy and, um, you know, things change. And I'm like, well, I still going to do this. Like this, we had big, we had different plans for the podcast. We're going to do different things, right? That was, it, it was a whole different atmosphere. Yeah. Episode four. And, um, you know, it took me till, you know, middle of March or late March of 2020 to really get my footing and realize, all right, you know, I'll talk about uh, all the things I'll talk about sports. I'll mix in commentary. I'll, I'll mix in my, my personal life uh, uh, details. And, uh, and as I sat here one year later, planning season two of one man's opinion, I have a lot of great ideas, a lot of good ideas. I think that you guys will like, you know, I'm going to bring on, talk about more family members. The, the my father episode, my old man, episode number eight, uh, got a great reaction and you guys talk about, and that means a lot to me because obviously my, my old man meant a lot to me. I uh, talk about that, talk about depression, you know, then we'll, of course, we're going to talk fantasy football off season, NFL draft, major league baseball, daily fantasy, baseball strategies, how to win money, sports betting, is on the docket. Uh, I'll, I got childhood. I, I mean, I have stories to tell. I've got wild and crazy stories from uh, when I was 21. And I was 21 in 1998. And where did I go? I went to St. Louis with the road trip with the boys. And uh, that was one of the craziest fucking trips you will ever hear about in your life. It coincided with the great home run race, McGuire and Sosa. So what do you think we did? We went to a couple Cardinals games while we were out there, happened to watch McGuire, you know, hit a couple home runs against the Dodgers that season. So, um, you know, that's great. Wild stories uh, about that. I've got, you know, selling stories, stories about my childhood, get, you know, getting bullied, me bullying people, then getting bullied myself. I've alluded to that in the past. We'll talk about that on future episodes uh my battle with cancer some folks want to talk about that um uh i'll get dive into that the struggles that i did my ongoing health issues um as well as a result of the intestinal cancer that i had back in 2017 um just a lot you know a lot of stories like that i'm actually thinking i'm gonna do i'm gonna get my son on here and have a a, you know a conversation with him you know, never heard from my family members before, and he's all into sports. So we'll talk some sports with my son as well. So I got a lot planned for season two. Uh, again, appreciate all of you uh, and your support over this past year. It means the world to me. It really does. Let me, I want to talk about a, a very popular topic right now. Jane Slater um, came out the other day and made, you know, somehow caused a big, big uh, to do. Uh, Jane Slater of the NFL Network came out and talked about unpaid internships. And, you know, that as a result of that, it just took off, like just wildly. Uh, people mostly starting out, everybody ripping on her, saying that, hey, she has unpaid internships available if anybody's interested, blah, blah, blah. And people are like, that's not right to do. How dare you? And all this kind of shit. And so I want to talk about that. I'll start out there, talk about a little uh, fantasy baseball, Major League Baseball, uh, some NFL offseason stuff here, and then we'll get into the pandemic. We'll get into how things have changed in the last year and, uh, and dive all through that. So uh, but let's start there. Let's paid internships. Uh, I tweeted out a few days ago, right after this whole thing, that day that it happened, I tweeted out something that was important because I, I've got – strong feelings on the topic okay paid versus non-paid number one a there's a very big difference in having getting an opportunity whether it's pay or not pay that between that and getting screwed over the majority of unpaid internships are not you getting screwed over, right? That's not the goal. That's not what people are trying to do. I, I think people really get lost in that. Now, are some, do you, some of you have a story, this 
company or this person told you this and really did it. Sure. Absolutely. And I'm sensitive to that. I understand that. And I think we all get that that's bullshit and you got screwed over and, you know, not good, not right. So don't mistake what I'm about to say as, oh, you deserve to get screwed over. Here's what I've said many times on this show. I say it on my Sirius XM radio show all the time as well, is that stop bitching and start doing, right? I tweeted out the other day at Jeff underscore Mans, stop worrying about what you are being paid. Start worrying more about the quality of the work that you produce. And I'm telling you folks, this, that premise right there changed my entire life. It really did. Real talk. When you stop worrying about nickels and dimes, you wind up with dollars. And I promise you that to be true. Does it happen? Will it happen on your timeline as quick as you want? No, it never does. It never is going to happen when you want it. Oh, you know, 1% of you out there, maybe, whatever, you write a hit song or some shit, you know, maybe. But for the majority of us listening, shit doesn't happen. And what I believe the majority of my listeners, I know I'm not, I'm not the DFS Twitter guy. I'm not that crowd. Those people aren't listening. Thank God. And I'm the regular dude out here just with with folks downloading and, and driving to and from work and all that. And I love it because that's what I am. And the world wants to kick us. The world wants to kick us in the balls, the ovaries, and they want to knock us down. They want to drag us. They, they don't want us to succeed. So they discourage us. They, they want us to give up. They want, that's what they fucking dream of. They want us to give up. And meanwhile, a person like me, what do I want most of the world? I can't wait for you to give up. I can't wait. I want to outlast people. My quality of work is pretty solid, pretty good. Am I the best at things? Uh, probably not. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really good at a couple things. Handful of things, maybe, as are you. Each one of you have great talents. Probably most of you are more talented than I am. But I'll outwork every motherfucker out there. Every one of them. And I've done that. That's what I've done in this industry. And that's why I'm not scared to talk about this. I'm not scared to go after people because nothing, nobody can take it away from me because I've worked for it. I built it. And that's what each and every one of you can and should do. I promise that once you produce great work and it doesn't matter if you're a cashier at a JC Penney, if you are a, a drive-through at a Burger King, or if you are an engineer at Honeywell, or you are whatever it is you may be doing in your life. I promise that once you stop thinking how the world's kicking you and everybody else gets the better opportunity. And the more you just focus in on the quality of the work that you produce, money will fall from the fucking sky. Believe me, it will. It will happen more so than you ever dreamed. And are you going to be a millionaire? Who knows? Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Maybe you'll invent something, maybe you won't. But you're going to get the promotion. You got passed over two times in a row. It's never going to happen. Well, it, it probably doesn't happen because you're going, you're gunning for it. You're trying for it too hard. You're trying too hard. You're right. You're, you're gunning for a promotion. You're trying to, you know, be a coddle the boss or whoever's in charge of that you're trying to, or what you're most likely doing is you're trying not to lose. You're trying not to lose it because you think, because you've been there the longest or you have the prettiest teeth or some bullshit. You think that that's the reason you're going to get the promotion. It's not the reason you're going to get the promotion, right? The best people get promoted. The best people move up. The people that are most important that do the great, the best work, they move up. That's what I should say. Not the best people. People who produce the best work get moved up. Companies can't do that. And unpaid internships, um, for one, I, I get paid, don't get paid. I will say this though. You, a company, businesses, a business cannot survive by paying everybody a fair wage. Well, you shouldn't be in business. No bullshit. 
They can't. And business doesn't work that way. Businesses, companies do not work that way. The most important people in a business get paid the most money, period. Full stop. Everything else is just garbage. Everything else is drama. Everything else is just fluff that you're blowing into the air to make either yourself or somebody else feel better. The truth is the most important people get paid the most money. If that ever stops, businesses cease to exist because good people won't do that good work. Talented people won't work then. Rich people won't work. Warren Buffett wants to work at, you know, really like he buys stock and let's say GameStop because, you know, whatever. You think he's going to go work the fucking counter? No, he doesn't need that shit. No, he doesn't need that. Why? Because it's not worth his time. It doesn't appeal to him. It's not motivating him. Do great work. Money follows you when you do great work. The fact of the matter is the majority, 95% of all the bitching that's done about your jobs and careers and your how much money you're paid uh, is done by people that do about 10% of the entire workload. The rest of the people are just going. And he, that's the other part of this. If you get passed over for that, if you are one of those, whatever, five, 10% that are out there that are doing great work, but yet the money hasn't fallen in, the money hasn't come, the promotion didn't happen, you got passed over, you're not getting noticed. My advice to you is keep going. Keep going. Don't give up. That's what they want. They want you to give up. They want you to give up. And then that meandering middle of the line person elevates and you're like, oh, the fuck did he get that job? Because yeah, he got that job because you gave up because you got pissed off before he did. And you screamed at the boss, told him he's got a small dick or whatever, or you gave up, you stopped working, you quit, you, you let your work get sloppy or, you know, made mistakes, whatever it is. That's why. That's why it happened. Don't believe in luck, man. Believe in hard work. That's what matters. Hard work matters. Good work matters. I've said, I've told the story before in the podcast with Ray Flowers. One of the things during this year, um, I'll, I'll tell my, my story about the fantasy sports industry. You know, I've talked to Bob Harris about this back in, um, yeah, I think we did episode 11 together. Uh, I, I had Ray Flowers on when, you know, Ray and I talked about, uh, sports and all that kind of shit um trying to think what podcast number that was um shit can't remember what number that was i think it was around episode 16 17 uh ray and i talked about that ted and i in episode seven we discussed this as well um about starting out the industry i didn't get paid anything and again because i didn't get paid doesn't mean you shouldn't get paid that's not I think there's way too much of this shit with the Jane, Jane Slater. Every response is, well, I didn't get any pay. I didn't do that. Oh, it means that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean you shouldn't or the next person shouldn't. But I'll, all I can say is my experience. I was not going to be denied. I say this when it comes to fantasy football and fantasy baseball and DFS and betting. And I don't think people understand sometimes. I won't be stopped. Can't, it can't be done. I'm not talented. It's not, it's not about talent. Just I can't, you can't stop my perseverance. It won't, there's no end to it. I'm going to outwork every single person. Not just outwork, I'll keep going. When they're asleep, I'm going. When they, before they wake up, I'm going. I'm learning. I'm evolving. I'm developing. I'm winning. Small wins, big wins. It's what I do. It's not about being the smartest. It's not about being the most talented. It's the fact that everybody else just declares themselves smarter. I've been counted out my whole life. My whole fucking life is nothing but being counted out on. Nobody looks at me. Nobody ever thinks I'm anything. I got tall. I suppose that, you know, I, I remember trying out for the, trying out for the football team, making the football team, then get passed over as a, a QB one for the coach's nephew, who I had no idea who was, you know, I'm six, three can throw the ball fucking 60, 70 yards. At, and that's not a lie. 
And uh, this guy was 5'7", couldn't throw the ball 20 yards in the air. He's QB1. What did I do? I quit like a pussy. Yes, I did. And I will never forgive myself for that. But what did I do? I went out, tried out for the basketball team, made it. Had a pretty decent year. Didn't, didn't even start. Bench player, reserve player. Went to, tried out for the baseball team. No fucking way was I going to make the baseball team. No way. They posted that note on the wall. Never forget, freshman year. Made the baseball team. Wasn't a starter. They, as a matter of fact, they DH'd for me. I played I played right field. Yeah, I played right field. I was ne- I've never played outfield in my life. I was shortstop. I pitched. I played first base later on. Never, I, I played right field, and they fucking DH'd me freshman year. Embarrassed. I was humiliated. My mom went to the game. My girlfriend went to the game. Played right field. I didn't hit. I was a fucking, they let the pitcher hit, and I, they dh for me. What happened? I'll never forget it. I don't know, three, four games later, there was a B game, and I played in the freshman B game. And I finally got a chance, to, and I was not, I, I swung, and I swung, and I swung, and I swung, and I swung. My, I could barely feel my rib cage going in that game. But, man, when I, I got my pitch, I swung with everything I got. I had two home runs in that game, and I had a third that went over everybody's head. They didn't have a fence at, my fr- at the B freshman field. So the, none of them went over the fence. One of them I hit so far, I basically was in so much pain, couldn't run the base, I got thrown out of home plate. So I could have had three home runs in that game. Guess who never got DH'd again? <laughs> this guy never DH'd me again. I think it wasn't even that good. But I never got DH'd for again. I, and I wasn't, whenever I struggle, I just mounted up. In the fantasy sports industry, I – Started my own company and I just come off. I told you guys, I sold my company to GE, you know, said this story a thousand times and Ted and I, and a group of our friends like, Oh, we're starting a fantasy sports company. All right, here we go. I did all the research. I started making contacts, started going to events and things, and we're just going to dominate. We're going to come in and just be the best, right? Nope. It was a miserable failure. I couldn't get any momentum and I had everybody relying on me. It was embarrassing. I had my nephews, my, my fa- you know, family, friends, like people that were leaning on me like, hey, I thought you were good at this. Looking at me like, hey, what the fuck happened to you? Huh? I wasn't good. I didn't, I went in with way too much confidence and I thought I'm just inherently good. And I wasn't, I had to learn it. I did, then I started realizing, okay. You know, I thought I was better than Matthew Barry. I realized, oh, no, I'm not better. Matthew Barry's made it. He knows what it takes. Maybe, maybe instead of thinking his picks are bad, maybe I should actually talk to him if I ever get a chance and pick his brain and ask him questions and ask other people questions. And that's what I did. Got humble. Realized, okay, how, how, how did you do this? How did you break through? What happened? What was your way? And started figuring that out. Started working. And then I just worked and worked. And I was working other jobs the whole time. From 20, I worked with the government from the time I started in fantasy from 05 through 2012. I was at two and sometimes three full-time jobs just out, out work. I wouldn't stop. Even I was on the air on Sirius. I was working weekends and doing weekend shows. I'd have to drive 30 miles, literally like 80 miles an hour. Very, very unsafe to get to the studio to do that show on Saturday when I was a fill-in host. And again, you know, fill-in did all that. And uh, it wasn't any, I thought, you know, I was good at podcasts. I had number one podcast. I've talked about that back in 07, 08, or uh, 08, 09, I'm sorry. That's how Sirius noticed me. And then I was a fill-in host and they were like, all right, you're filling baseball show. I'm like, all right, whatever. And we'll do it. And we, we did it. Anytime they had a shift, I, I was there front and center. And then they were not going to let me do football. And I wrote an impassioned note to the program director. I showed him what I'm willing to do and my football setup and did told him my football acumen, what I'm able to do. And I'll talk, I'll do some sample shows. I recorded what five, six, seven, something like that. Sample shows never aired. I just recorded them by myself my partner wasn't doing this and uh i record those shows send them the program director listen this is the football this is what i bring to the table this is what i can do 
finally, I think he got sick of me. He's like, fine, we'll throw you on on Saturday during the football season. Well, then somebody else dropped out and I got Saturday and Sunday during the football season. And then, you know, then that led eventually I did one night a week, you know, and what happened is everybody I started with, everybody that was at Sirius XM before me in 2010, the, the originals, um, nobody was getting paid. Nobody was getting famous. Like everybody thought, oh, I'm on the radio. I'm going to be famous. That doesn't happen. So I just outworked them. I kept going. Every time I got passed over, I wanted a, a full-time job or I wanted more, another day a week. I, you know, I think I got Thursdays, you know, every other Thursday, then every other, you know, Wednesday, and then the following week of Thursday. And, you know, I kept getting passed over and passed over. And I, it, everybody else was falling. Everyone else, I'd have calls with other hosts and friends in the business saying, fuck this, man, they're not going to pay you. They're not going to pay us. They, they're using us. They're just, they're using it's the exact same paid internship debate now. Same thing. They're just using us and milking us and all that. And I'm like, okay, do whatever you want to do. Do whatever you want to do, but I'm going to keep going. I, you, I'm not being stopped and nothing's going to stop me. Eventually got them to give me an overnight show, the midnight to 2 a.m. show. Some of the best times I've ever had in my whole life. And, you know, and, that we ended up having the most listeners on the whole station for a couple of years at midnight to two, you know, just cultivating all day long. I don't just show up and do the show. The show starts as soon as the other show, the previous show ends and so on and so forth. And I just outworked everybody. And then, you know, you get an opportunity to do drive time or, you know, what? And I just kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going. And I keep doing it. I taught, I said on the air on the Sirius XM show this week, uh, a story about Ray Flowers when I worked over at Fantasy Alarm. I love those guys. I respect for all those guys. I really do. But one of the guys over there who remained nameless told me, I'll never forget, you're, you can't write baseball like Ray Flowers. So maybe you should just concentrate on football. Maybe you should just do football or maybe try basketball or hockey. You like those sports, like, like really condescending and kind of mean consider I founded the company and built that company. And it pissed me off, like really pissed me off. Did I start screaming, yelling, throwing fists or no, I do this. No, I said, all right, well, how about I do this? I'm going to do daily now. Now I'm going to do daily because nobody there believed in daily. Nobody thought about daily. They didn't consider daily DFS didn't exist. I said, I'm going to do it. I've like Ray doesn't like it. So I'm going to do it. I will figure this shit out. And I did, I figured it out. Not only did I figure it out, I eventually started winning and winning and winning and winning. I won to the point that nobody could deny me. I didn't need somebody to tell me these assholes on Twitter well, always, Jeff Smith, what's he ever done? Guys who just joined two years ago. Well, they have no idea I live in Arizona. They have no fucking clue. They go to, they look at their fucking Roto Grinders rankings, which I've never once had a Roto Grinder account in my life. Nothing against them. I just never set up an account ever. All right. I never did it. So they, nobody can find me on other words. You can't find me because I don't play the way you play. Anyway. Uh, and I won, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I was front and center at every live final. And nobody can deny it anymore. Sirius couldn't deny it. The industry couldn't deny it. The money's real. And that's what, and I just broke through. And then quality where, and I didn't, just because I won some, I didn't stop. That's what a lot of these, some other guys I've seen. Some get $100,000 or a million dollars, whatever. And then they say, fuck it, I made it. I'll, now I'm going to tell you guys, what to do. No, I didn't, I never did it. I just kept going. I still do it to this day. Made, <laughs> made millions of dollars. I've made millions of dollars, multiple in this game, in this industry. Now that's just a fact millions of dollars and from nothing from getting passed over. And I, I get shit talked about me every day. I get people that doubt me, everything. I don't care. And that's the thing. They'll do the same to you. They'll do the same to you. They'll always, the world wants to kick you in the ass. They want to keep you down. 
because it's easier for them when the, when you stop working, when you stop caring, when you stop trying. Get that experience. Learn how to do the job better. Do better work. Grow to the point they can't deny you anymore. I promise you money comes. Promise you. It doesn't matter what business you're in. Don't just take my advice for it. So many successful people have that similar story. Follow it. Learn from them. Whatever field, whether you're in medicine or engineering or landscaping or you know whatever, food or chef or any, that does a building, craftsman, whatever it is, whatever industry, find the most successful people. And instead of shitting on them and saying and declaring yourself better because you know half the story, go learn what they've been through hear their story, understand what they had to do and emulate it. You don't have to copy it. Do it your own way. Invent yourself, invent a product, invent a service, invent a a faster, a better, a more efficient, a bigger, a smaller, whatever it is, push forward, keep going. Then you won't have to worry about if you get $11 an hour or 15 an hour or whatever the minimum wage is or whatever the fucking stipend is or whatever the fucking paid or unpaid internship. Who gives a shit? Does it really matter? You get 10 extra dollars an hour. Does it really matter? I know some of you, yeah, it does. Does it matter? I'm sorry, it just doesn't. Does it help? Oh, of course it helps. You know, I've got kids in this exact age range. You know, daughter's going into teaching and she's she's pre-law, uh, pre-law student and, you know, doing TA work and all this stuff already. And, you know, bitching, she complained about people, you know, what she gets paid, which is nothing. Does she complain about, you know, amount of respect she gets? Absolutely. Doesn't, I keep telling, doesn't matter. You're bottom, you're bottom. One day you'll change the world. One day you will they will respect you. That's what you, that's, we need to be on that journey. Right now we're in learning. You're 18, 19, 20, you're 25, you're 30. Keep going, keep moving forward. I still do it. Again, like I said, millions, millions of dollars. Very high net worth now. Not, it wasn't that way eight, eight years ago. I was told I shouldn't talk on the radio. I shouldn't be on the radio. I should, you know, 10 years ago, I should have gave up the industry. Millions of dollars, great success later. Books, movies, radio, television, everything. Video, businesses, sites, everything. Ten, they would have had me give up. Didn't happen. Won't happen. And I won't. I'll keep going. So that's what I think about paid internships. I took a lot of time with that. I didn't expect it. Um, so where we are, where are we at since we were uh, one year ago? Oh, I want to talk Major League Baseball. Uh, real quick here again, the fantasy guru, fantasy baseball draft guide is available. Now do want to shout out to my boys at stat hero. Um, the app is phenomenal. They've got all of, uh, you know, their great stuff games constantly for NBA, for NHL, for college basketball, uh, out there as well. Stop playing the lottery folks, right? Start playing Stat Hero, StatHero.com, the brand new dashboard. Download the app. You got games, contests for every buy-in you could imagine. You don't have to beat millions of other people. You don't have to beat me. You don't have to compete against somebody with dozens or even hundreds of lineups. You beat Stat Hero, you win real money. Boom. That's it. It's man versus the machine. The machine ain't that freaking good. Let's be honest. Right? It's, it's a projection model. You are better than a projection model. Trust me. Avoid the sharks, avoid the experts that are playing in DFS. You, know, you don't need to spend hours on end. Figure what game you want. You can play the rivals, which is, you know, the man versus machine, man versus the numbers. You can play their uh, uh, survivor contests as well. Just beat them and move on. Beat, win in advance, win in advance, win in advance. Either way, stathero.com, check it out over there. And I can't wait for their baseball season to start uh, as well. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's get into um, I want uh, get into what changed over last year. I want to talk about COVID. I want to talk about COVID-19. I want to talk about how things have changed uh, myself. For one, you want to talk, you know, this evolution. I'm Ted Schuster 
will call me Tony Robbins. Oh, Tony Robbins shit. It's not Tony Robbins shit. It's fucking life, man. And it bothers me that more people don't realize it. I, I made this, I made this analogy the other day, and I, I kind of like it. Is that I feel we all know what's right. Oh, I said it on the last podcast with Corey Parson, racism in sports. By the way, uh, I believe that's our highest downloaded show at this point, most listened to show. And I appreciate you guys uh, taking the time hearing us out on the topic. It's a very important topic. It's never, uh, we're all, remember this, this, this show, me, you, we're not a finished product. I think that's where everybody gets tripped up. Or I'm not who I am and that's the end of the world. That's the end of the topic. I'm progressing, I'm evolving every day as you should be as well. And I'm learning something every day and changing every day and it's okay. I used the analogy on the last show where I said, I feel like there's an island and we all, that island, we're, we're on the coast. We see the island, beautiful palm trees and hula girls, whatever, whatever floats your boat or big strapping Maui like strong guys for all the lady listeners. And there's, we know that's the place we got to be. We know that's the right place to be. And we want to just appear there. We want to just snap our fingers and boom, we're there. But that's not the way it's going to go. It, we need to build a bridge to that point. We need to take one step, either whether it's build a raft to get there, build a boat to get there, swim one stroke after the other to get there. However, to build a bridge to get over there, what over the water. We need to figure out how to get there. And that takes a step at a time. It's an evolution. We are not there. To that end, as I sat here one year ago today, recorded episode one of One Man's Opinion, I said COVID-19 was bullshit, coronavirus, I ain't scared of coronavirus. I even tweeted it out, said something like, I ain't fucking scared of this thing, whatever. And I was wrong, like immensely, I could possibly disturbingly wrong. And that hurts me because I take my job here at the podcast, on the shows. I know some of you listen to me. And believe in what I say. And you, well, fuck all that. You, you trust me, right? There's a trust. And that's something I just took a week's vacation. I recorded last week's episode during the vacation, but um, vacation only from Sirius XM. During my vacation, I sit back and look back. It's like, you know, and the thing that every year I just reaffirm is that more and more of you trust me, whether it's on the radio, on the podcast, in print, for daily advice. Some of you agree with my off sports topics some you don't you know and that's okay but there's a trust level there and my vow has always been never to break that trust tell you what i believe in because i really believe it tell you the right thing to do because i really believe it tell you when i know something and when i think something big difference dfs nfl i know <laughs> i know dfs nfl core four i know that shit what to do with the coronavirus i know i think this that don't know everything that's right so uh, I disbelieve. I was a big disbeliever in it. Was stunned that the world shut down. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was all bullshit. I thought it was just like the flu um, and all that, right? So, but then I started seeing it. I started seeing people um, dying from it and people getting sick. And you know, I knew you know they shut everything down. The, the shutdown last year, I still wasn't a believer. Like, I didn't believe any of this shit. I'm like, ah, fuck that. This is just, everyone's overreacting. Here we go again. The, you know, the libs are winning, everybody. They're winning. Here we go. And uh, I don't give a shit about politics, but you know what I'm saying. Um, but that's, that's all. Here we go again. And uh, all that. What changed for me was over time where I started seeing people get sick, like real sick. People in my neighborhood, uh, one of the, guys in my neighborhood um old man runs every day healthy guy older guy i should say old man he's probably like 50 he was like he was 56 years old was one of the first people that passed away in my area and it was like holy shit like okay that guy's in much better shape than i was and he was president of our hoa and the whole thing it's like okay that's something my sister ended up getting coronavirus she's in healthcare. Uh, my brother-in-law got it, um, you know, married 
to her, obviously, um, got really, really sick, had a lot of problems um, and complications with that, started friends, our, uh, one of our tech guy here at Elite Sports got it, probably the absolute biggest, strongest guy you'll ever meet your night at Rusty Nuts on Twitter, by the way, shout out to my dude, Rusty, one of my best friends in the world, and uh, one of the best workers, and I mean, former MMA fighter. He's six, eight, 350 pounds. I mean, the guy's a fuck. He does not, a, he's not a human, right? Um, he, he is like, a, not, he's not human. That's all I can say. He's like a goddamn transformer. He was absolutely on his ass for two weeks with this coronavirus. All right. Luckily recovered all that, but he was wiped out family members. And it started, and I changed my tune. I'm a, a cancer survivor. Um, I have had, you know, heightened white blood cell count and low, I have anemia, I'm, I have anemia as well, low uh, hemoglobin in my blood as well. Um, from, they believe it's as a result of the uh, cancer treatments that I received back in 2017. So I've, I've had, I'm on medication for that stuff. So I'm at risk. I have a disabled brother who's, um, you know, has many, many, many health issues and has for years, he's 59 years old. I have in-laws that are in their late sixties as well. My sister's had several heart attacks and has heart problems. And my daughter was born with a heart valve issue. And, you know, I start looking around and I start seeing people drop and get really sick and then some die. And I start realizing like, I can't have this. I'm a protector. I need to protect my family. I need to protect myself, my family, people I love people around. I need to change. I I got to wear my fucking mask. I can't go out. We got to shut it down. I shut down my whole house then eventually after being a disbeliever and not caring. Do I, you know, truth be told, do I think the coronavirus is a, a killer? No, I don't think that. Does do a very low number of people die from this? Absolutely. No question about it. Okay. Now I'll tell you this, what happens if you okay, I'm gonna tell the story. If you, what if I were to get it? Okay, if I get it, if I went to a grocery store and didn't wear my mask or whatever, and I got coronavirus, and maybe it, maybe I asymptomatic, maybe it's brutal and real sick, like a bad flu. Maybe I'm hospitalized, or I pull through. Fine. What if I gave it to somebody else? What if I gave it to my brother? And my brother, who I love as much as anybody in the world and something bad happened to him. He ended up passing away or something. How would I live with myself? Right. Um, how do you live with yourself? I don't, I don't know. That's the, that's the point. The point with all that is you guys have politicized this shit to the point that it's like picking a side and it shouldn't be a side. It's not about you. It's not really about me. If if I did something, I passed away because my negligence or I was ill-informed or I took a chance and it failed, you know, that that happens. And that's, it's, you know, maybe tragic to some people. Others maybe deserve whatever you want to call it. But can you handle doing it and giving it to somebody else? And that, and some, you don't know what they have kids. That person has kids or is dependent or... That person was in charge of, you know, so, you know, that person was a doctor, a you know, cancer doctor. And now he had to, he couldn't uh, treat his patients. There's nobody to replace him or you know, whatever it is. Can you handle it? Just because you're like, ah, fuck it. What's the big deal? Some people die. What's, you know, some of you think that way. And what could I tell, I ever tell you how to think. I just think that's, that's shitty. That's just shitty in my opinion. Um, I'm going to tell a story. I'll tell you a quick story and let me just, and I'll lump it back to my life here as well. So something I've been dealing with here at the house, I have not talked about until this very moment. And I've been hemming and hawing the last three minutes, whether or not, and I'll tell the story. My uh, daughter just turned 16 last year um, during the pandemic and you know, I was driving, but she's not going into school. She's homeschooled right now. Well, School started back in person school here in Arizona recently. One of her good friends that she's had classes with, that she's had dance class with, and all this things. 
uh, her and her brother are on the way to school just you know, three weeks ago. This happened on their way to school at the local traffic light, you know, right there, turned into the parking lot of school, made a left turn, truck trying to get through the red light, boom, hit him. The uh, girl, my uh, daughter's good friend, passed away. Was in the passenger seat of the car. Her brother, who was a senior at the high school, was driving the car. How do you live with that? With that boy is now going through the rest of his life. Did he do anything wrong? No. Was he impaired or anything? No. Not. He turned as the light was turning yellow. He turned. As many of us have done, I, and it, it flashed back to me in a moment when I was in high school and I got an accident the exact same way. And I had two friends in the car there and knocked my, the side rear window out where one of my friends sat and he was banged up pretty good, but you know, okay. wound up being okay. Six minutes that those parents said goodbye to their kids and the, the daughter um, had serious brain injury. She was, kept alive for a couple of days in the hospital with severe brain injury and then eventually passed away. I mean, how do you, that that's, how do you live with them? The truck that hit them, the driver, the, 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 the boy, the brother, that is a good, I mean, these are, it's a good family. They have ribbons all over the neighborhood, everything for these kids. Cause they are good kids on a roll active and everything. You just check the boxes, how good they can be. Like, they're great. Everything. Right, good people, the parents are good people, whole deal. How? You just say, eh, it's fine. You know, well, shit happens, you know, percentage of people getting in accidents, what are you going to do? Maybe, but I wouldn't want that burden for any of you. I know I wouldn't want to carry that burden. Whether I was driving the car, whatever it is, you, you feel that way. Uh, when my dad passed away, I've talked about the story. We went, he had a colon surgery, colon cancer, had surgery and was doing well real well and the night before my all my brothers and sisters and my mom we went up to the hospital we were joking and laughing you know was, he was two days over the surgery he was talking and feeling good everything was great something happened and we don't know what and over that night we get to call 3 a.m that he had gone in the icu and he had gotten pneumonia like literally like with a not we were there at 8 p.m and eight hours he developed pneumonia and I said what the fuck just happened like and there's not a part there's not a day that goes by I don't think did I did I have a virus did I was I sick when I was hugging him and and you know all that stuff was I in, in the room did I sneeze or cough did I do something I was 20 at the time 21 at the time did I do something that's a it's a burden and I, I deep down I know in this situation no I didn't do anything it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my sister's. No, I mean, we don't know if we had something. Nobody was coughing in his face. But I mean, that's that's that situation. I know I think about it. If I knew point blank that I was responsible for somebody getting COVID-19 or any of that, like how the fuck do you live with yourself, man? If, you, if you're just shrugging it off, then you're an animal. You're not a human being, in my opinion. You're, you're a goddamn animal. And this isn't about an election. It's not about... Fuck your fucking stupid politics. It's about reality. It's about people. You know, and that, so that's what changed with me. And I've stayed home. Truth be told, my life hasn't changed all that much. Um, you know, record the shows at home. I don't travel nearly the, uh, the, you know, as much as I used to. And I'm perfectly fine with it. But it, it's really brutal for my kids. It's brutal for my wife, who is, we have a lot of family around that used to go out shopping and go to lunches and stuff like that. And, you know, not able to do that. And those are the people that are suffering. Right. And that's why I, I go out. The, the part you don't see in my coffee videos is as soon as that's done, I put my mask on because my local coffee shop, Dutch Bros, has a sign, mask up, put the fucking mask on every day. I go to a store, mask up. Do I like it? I hate it. I wear glasses. It fogs up my glasses. You know, do I believe that it helps? I, I do. I guess I do believe it. Yeah, I do. 
has to. I mean, I, I believe in doctors. I don't have everybody's like, do your research. Not the fuck you. You don't research nothing. Shut the fuck up. All you fucking internet doctors. God, your guys, stop lying to yourself. Not that smart. The internet's not teaching you how to be a doctor or scientist. They're not disproving facts either. You fucking dummies. God, that drives me crazy. And if so, if you've got the antidote, then go get your goddamn, go get your degree and fucking start practicing medicine and save the rest of us and go dispel all, go to universities, go to the government and disprove this shit. Your Twitter feed ain't doing it. Your Facebook isn't proven, isn't doing it. Anyway, um, so that's the one that I feel bad for. I feel bad for all of you that your life has been taken away over this past year, but it's changed me quite a bit. I'm more sensitive to other people. I'm more sensitive of what needs to be done. And, and I also try to do my role. What's my role in all this? I'm not a doctor. I'm not, I don't know what the right thing to do is. I've gotten in numerous fights with my kids. Again, try telling an 18, 16 and 10 year old that can't see their friends can't play in your basketball leagues. My son had won back-to-back championships in his basketball league. He played with two former athlete, uh, professional athletes, kids on a team that was just fantastic. He was on, he was on the magic carpet ride to, you know, playing and, you know, all the, the good travel leagues, all that stuff. I took him out. Now they all sat shut down for like six months, but they've since resumed. I haven't, I haven't let them resume. We're on lockdown still here until, you know, things are starting now. We're finally getting better. People are getting vaccinated and, and quickly. But uh, I don't do that for them. I do it for the people they may infect. They may affect. Infect and affect. That's why. I couldn't live with it. I don't think they could live with it. That's a choice I'm making. Is that the right choice? I don't know. I really don't. Maybe 10 years from now, I'm going to look back. It's another thing. People, I, another advantage we all need to know is that um, don't be afraid to be wrong. Be wrong for the right reasons. I may have been wrong this whole time with COVID. I, I, right now, I think I was wrong. My initial concept of it, the way I was for the first month or two, not really believing in it and all that shit until I started seeing it with my own eyes. I feel like I was wrong and I changed, got better did what I believe was the right thing. And I continue to this day, every day, my daughter, can I see my boyfriend this week? Can I not? Where was he? Was he around? You know, he's, he has a job. He's working at place. You know, what, you know, all that about his family, you know, all that stuff. It's important. I know some of you don't care. I know it. I don't know what to say to you, but that that's, uh, that's what I've been through. Right. And that that's what COVID's done. Um, but I've also taken this time and used it. And I'm utilizing it right now for fantasy baseball purposes. You saw fantasy football season. Fantasy football season, I crushed it. We crushed it. But listen, I did great work this year. I'm, very, I'm more proud. I've said many times on this show that where I sat, we had a conference call this afternoon with our whole team at Elite, um, the Elite Sports Network. And I looked them in the eye through Zoom and said it. You know, last year, I wasn't very confident in this group. I wasn't very motivated for this group because we had a bunch of assholes, selfish, egotistical, me first, me only assholes working for us. And it really was disheartening and it really impacted me. But we got rid of those people and we have brought in good people and those good people the siege ricky sanders brian healy's been here the whole time but gotten to know healy a lot better than i did a year ago and and it's and so many i started naming some now i'm not going to forget somebody i love all of them i really do and they're just better and they motivate me every day be better be better to our customers our subscribers our listeners be better families and friends and coworkers. You know, I used this time for that. I studied my ass off for football. Uh, I went, I started fantasy football in March of last year, like full on. Normally I, I wait till about May, but that two month head start that I got to go full on fantasy football, just 
we were light years ahead. We were ahead of the algorithms. We were ahead of the, the projection models. You know, everybody, you know, came in the first week of the season, thought they were going to just swoop right in. We were, we kicked their ass and we didn't stop 15 out of 17 regular season weeks. It's fucking amazing. 18 out of 21 weeks overall of winning in DFS seasonal is fantastic, right? We were ahead. I need to stay on that. I've done it for baseball. Now this time that I've spent at home where I'd be traveling, going to these drafts and things I've told people, even uh, I gave a couple spots that, uh, you know, high end tout wars leagues and things like that. I gave some spots to some of our more deserving guys on our team. Well, I, I need to hang back and do more research. I didn't play much fantasy baseball last year, right? Was successful before that, but I need to study. I need to get into lab. I'm using this time to get better. To, to figure out the shortest path to success for our customers and subscribers, to push the envelope, to challenge old ideals. That's what I'm doing. And that's, that's how I'm using this time. I used it for football last year. I'm using it for baseball in 2021. I'll be way ahead in football. I think every year from now on, I'm going to get, I'm going to be way further Already. I, I mean, I got rankings up already and all, all that stuff. I got free agency, you know, two weeks away. Usually I do it the week of, you know, I study a, you know, a couple weeks before, but I started immediately after the regular season this year. So that's, that's what's changed. Uh, the company that I work for has changed. I mentioned, I, I think we're just more cohesive. Um, changed the team members around really major upgrades, major, major upgrades. It's the best team we've ever had. And we were able to do such new, innovative, quick things because we don't have to worry about everybody's ego, right? And, and we just don't have to worry about that. And myself too, I had a massive, I had a way bigger ego before because I had to just to keep my spot, just to keep up with these monsters. You know, I used to have to assert myself all the fucking time. And that's, that gets exhausting. The truth be told, I didn't like that version of myself. I don't like that version of myself. You know, I, I like this version a lot better. I fit in as a teammate much better than I do of, you know, a front man or an ego guy. At least I think so. Um, so it, it, what we really lost this past year was our sanity. And I hope we get that back in 2021. I had a conversation with a guy um, during the Sirius XM show today about the COVID-19 vaccine. We talked about and the uh, very anti-vaccine, and I'll talk. I'll talk about this quickly. Is I, I don't get it. Like I gen, I really, I don't think there's anything you could say that's going to get me not to think you're a fucking lunatic for not wanting to take the vaccine. What are you scared of? Are you really scared? You don't know what's in it. Who gives a fuck? It's it's more regulated than any cigarette. You guys, you're going to tell me right now you're not smoking weed. Are you telling me you're not smoking weed, you fucking liars? Drugs, pills. You take pills for erections. You take pills for heart. You take all these pills for this. You, you don't, Do you know what's in them? Is it all just roots and berries, you fucking liars? No, it's not roots and berries. It's not, oh, it's organic. Bullshit. What do you think? It's mind control. If you think there's mind control in a shot, you're a goddamn idiot. Stop being an idiot. Take the fucking vaccine. Shut the fuck up. Maybe it helps. Maybe it doesn't. Oh, it's not worth it. Then, then does it. Then what? You got a little boo-boo on your arm? Are you scared of a boo-boo on your arm? Grow up. Give me a break with this shit. Only reason you're doing it is political. This nonsense. This is right-wing shit, too. Made fun of lefties before and the righties. You guys are fucking crazy. The vaccine is somehow bad. Trump got the vaccine. Shut up. Yeah, it doesn't matter what side you're on. Biden got the vaccine. Trump got the vaccine. Every fucking one of them get the vaccine. They tell you they didn't. They did. They got the vaccine. Stop with the lies, man. Get the vaccine. Let your family get the vaccine. Maybe it's the greatest thing ever. We'll prevent it. Maybe it doesn't, but it doesn't. It won't hurt you. You get a little owie on your arm. 
Maybe, maybe you, again, same people say that COVID's no big deal. I could beat it. But if I get a shot, it's going to somehow, the shot's going to be, make me worse. No, I, the shot's not going to make you worse than COVID-19 would make you. Do you, would you get sick side effects? Very possibly. I don't fucking know. But you're not going to die from it. <laughs> so stop, stop with the, stop being a nut job. That's all. I, that's all I could say. Just. Get the fucking vaccine. Shut up. Stop being such a wuss. All right. So there we go. Uh, I fought with everybody. I probably fought. You guys probably get mad at me uh, at this point as well. Um, yeah. I mean, you know what? I'm at about an hour right now. I wanted to do a big anniversary show. What has changed? What else has changed? You know, my views on sports. Like baseball is still in you know, one of the first episodes we did was uh, what's wrong with baseball. The second episode I ever did of one man's opinion back uh, um, uh, one year from tomorrow, March 4th, 2020, I did that episode and uh, nothing but worse has happened to baseball. Still don't know their rules. Still don't know how many games they're going to play officially. Still don't know DH. Still don't know double headers. Still don't know extra inning rule. Still don't know. It, 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 all the the uh, how many hitters a pitcher must face for sure like there's all these questions they're just as messed up as they were before nfl nfl rules nfl's you want earlier in the show i told you to follow something that's successful so follow somebody that's successful learn from them nfl that's it nfl is the most successful thing in sports it's not remotely close there's nothing like it the NFL, no matter what you think of it, you may not like it. You may think they're you know brash and Goodell's mean and he suspended your player or your favorite team. Grow up. They're successful and possibly incredibly successful. Right? They that's how good they are. NFL blazed through mid-pandemic. They started and played an entire season without a single fucking hiccup. That's insanity. That's insane. That's stunning. That's nothing changed there. NBA, hmm? NBA is in the pockets of ESPN. NBA is in the pockets of Black Lives Matter. We talked with Corey Parson on our previous episode about racism, about that. I think Corey brought up some tremendous points. Still got a long ways to go. I think the, the summary of last episode with the racism issues is that, you know, we're not where we want to be as a society, any one of us, nobody, but we're, we're getting there. You can't get to utopia. We'll never get to utopia, right? The world will blow up before that, but we need to get closer every day, treating people, everybody, men, women, races, religions, everybody respectfully, even if we disagree and even if we don't like them, there's a respect factor. Treating them well is never going to be a bad thing. Should never be frowned upon. Hating other people for something they can't control uh, is just ridiculous. I mentioned my disabled brother just celebrated uh, his 59th birthday recently, and I had a conversation with him. I said, you know, I just got to say how, for one, there's nobody more inspirational to me than my brother, and there's no – he had to grow up in a t the worst time in the world to ever be disabled. Made fun of. I I remember going to stores with him, getting made fun of, like publicly, like laughing, and it is just miserable. Just being a kid, being a teenager, being a young adult, being an adult for him was just horrific. And it's a completely different now. Could nobody could get away with the stuff he had to go through in today's world, making fun of disabled people, like so crudely, making fun, like directly in the public forum. You'd be ostracized. You'd be you couldn't possibly do it in today's day and age. So it's great that he's lived to see it, but he had to go through so much as so many other disabled people did. Treat people well. It's never going to be the bad thing. When in doubt, show respect. You don't have to like it. You don't have to be friends with them. You could fucking hate their act. Go home, talk shit. Talk shit. I forget what comedian is. Talk shit on the car ride home. That's what you do. <laughs> that's what you do. Say, yes, please. Thank you. Wasn't that great? Then get in the car with your wife. Say, weren't they assholes? That's what we do. That's what we're supposed to do. So 
there you go. That that's what the year's been like. Hopefully you guys got something from this podcast. I've got a real special episode, maybe my uh, most special episode ever. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge that I alluded to earlier um, coming up next week, as a matter of fact. So I'm very excited about that. There's other topics, other things you guys want me to hit. Now that we are officially in season two of one man's opinion, uh, I would appreciate it at Jeff underscore man's on Twitter, the Jeff man's Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. Also, um, for each and every one of you, fantasyguru.com, elitefantasy.com, elitesportsbetting.com as well. I want to thank each and every one of you for making this podcast possible. Thank you for our first season. Thank you for supporting it and telling a friend and downloading and subscribing and just, you know, interacting all, all of that has been just a, a great blessing and the podcast has done better than I ever thought it would. And that's a tribute to each and every one of you. Remember support our sponsor, stathero.com, all things, uh, daily fantasy sports. You like rivals going, uh, you like the survivor pools, NBA, NHL, every single solitary day, folks, except this weekend with NBA when it's the NBA All-Star. That's a good time to do NHL. Play a head-to-head, daily contest, whatever it is that you want. Survivor pools as well. So uh, check it out, stathero.com, and use the promo code ELITE for 25% off your first deposit. Everybody, E-L-I-T-E is that code. 25% off your first deposit at stathero.com. Thanks again for everybody for season one. We are off and running in the second season of One Man's Opinion. Remember, this was, uh, I, I gave a lot of opinions here, many of which you likely disagreed with or possibly disagreed with, and that's perfectly okay. We ain't going anywhere. And it was One Man's Opinion. We'll see you next time, everybody. Deuces!